Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are not experts. We are just two friends who like to talk a loot about serums. Are you from Canada? I don't know why it came out that way. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Canadian programming. You have. I mean, they don't say a loot, but they say a boot. They do say a boot. Well, my children, I've been watching Schitt's Creek, mm-hmm. as we all know, and I will not talk too much Indeed. about it today. But my children are obsessed with a show on PBS Kids called The Odd Squad, and that's Canadian. Ooh, that sounds good. Odd Squad's really fun. I was watching it with them this weekend. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, you know, the, the whole family is just getting in on our programming from our neighbors to the north. <laughs> Our government-subsidized programming from our neighbors (laughs) to the north. We thank you, Canada. Yes, thanks, Canada. Um, So actually, speaking of programming, Mm -hmm. we wanted to talk today about some of the stuff we've been into pop culture-wise lately. Yeah, the serums on our television, if you will. Sure. Does that kind of make sense, right? Yeah. Our mental serums? Yes, our psychological serums. Our entertainment serums. Mm, Keep going. You're just going to keep making terrible... (laughs) comparisons that don't work yeah which is which we we've each compiled a short list of kind of what we're consuming in popular culture right now yeah and they overlap a wee bit but for the most part not really yeah there's one overlap we're our own people (laughs) shocking (laughs) after doing this podcast for a long time we still manage to have separate interests so weird tell me about your book pick okay Let's just jump right in. Let's just do it. So the book I picked is called The World According to Fanny Davis. And it is the story, it is the true story of a woman named Fanny Davis, who in the 60s, 70s, and 80s in Detroit was 
um, she ran a numbers game. And a numbers game is like an underground lottery um, that, especially in the black community, was a way for people to, when, for example, when there's a lot of housing discrimination and other other things that were not open to black people, numbers was a way of making some money and also then starting other, having other economic opportunities. Um, it is by a woman named Bridget Davis and it's fascinating. It's like both about her mom's life, but also about Detroit and race and the way the economy changed and housing discrimination. And it's just, it's really interesting. I'm really into it. Very cool. Where yeah. did you first hear about it? Okay. It's funny you ask. Huh. I heard an interview with the author on the Criminal Podcast. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, that's fascinating. And yeah, and the book is great. So I highly recommend it. I am listening to a book. Okay. That probably everyone has already read. I have not read it. Well, then I'm going to give you some a hot tip here. Great. Do the audiobook. Okay. Because the book I am currently, well, let me let me say this. I finished my seven-part series about of the book about the fairies fighting to save the world. Oh. Did you have some sadness? No. By the time, by book seven, I was like, I need to exit this world. <laughs> book six was like my favorite. And then book seven, I was like, oh, gosh, I get it. Yeah. I just want to wrap it up. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. Okay. Just, it's a lot. And I did it a lot in a short period you did. of time. But when she comes out with book eight, you're going to read it. Well, she has a new adult series that's coming out in 2020, <laughs> I think. So. Or maybe later this year. Anywho. I have had my copy of Becoming by Michelle Obama sitting mm-hmm. on my bedside table since the day it came out. Okay. And every day I look at it and I'm like, mm, hi, Michelle. She looks so <laughs> warm and, and lovely and inviting on the cover. And I pick it up and I, at night and I read like two pages and then I like ultimately fall asleep. And that is because audiobook has kind of taken over for me because mm. I do it you know, I, I will listen when I walk the dog, when I'm driving, when I'm doing dishes and making lunches at night, when I'm walking around picking up the house. Like I have to multitask with my entertainment. So I finally was like, I really wanted to commit to reading the actual book of Becoming. It's not happening. It's moving at a snail's pace. Yeah, I'm going to use the one Audible credit that was lurking in my little Audible account. Oh. And I bought the audiobook of Becoming. And it is amazing and of course it is because michelle obama is reading her own book and telling her own story and it's just so i it just is so moving and compelling and wonderful and i i love it i love like putting her her into my earbuds every night oh that's so fun yeah and i'm and i'm now moving through it really quickly i I just some i i want so badly to commit to reading but truly where i'm at in life right now i need to supplement with audio kate you met yourself where you are I did, and it's I'm better for it because yeah. I truly think listening to the audiobook version is like possibly even more more entertaining than reading. I don't I don't know. Just hearing Mich- Mich- Miss Michelle read it herself is so satisfying. So there you go. If you haven't read Becoming yet, try the audiobook. I'm down. I I have never successfully listened to an entire audiobook. Well, your life is about to change. Yeah. And you it might is. find that audiobooks become something you rely on. Totally. We'll I'm, o- to look, I'm open to it. I can't wait. Anyway, it's great. It's so good. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So I also wanted to talk about a podcast that I've been into. Um, it is a true crime podcast, um, but it's not this. It's not exactly the same as like some of these true crime podcasts that are it's not sensationalistic. It's not gory? Um, No, it's not really. So far, it hasn't really been gory. And it is also from our neighbors to the north. Wow. It is a CBC podcast. I mean, look, <laughs> shout out. We're making shout some out to Canada. Tent. <laughs> um, it is called Uncover. They're now in season three. And this season, they are looking at a serial killer who was targeting gay men in Toronto. You may have heard about this. I think I've heard about that case. Yes. So it's, I mean, it's very tragic and sad, but the podcast is, I think, really well done and sensitive and 
not like I said, not sensationalistic. So have you listened to the other two seasons as well? I have not. The first one was about Nexium, the cult. Oh, I listened to the to that. Oh, okay. It was great. Yeah. So I haven't listened okay, to it. Really I downloaded good. it and then I like never listened to Got it. Got it. And then I forget what the second season was. Oh, they're already on a third season. I know. They're moving very quickly. Wow. <laughs> Those Canadians. Again, <laughs> we really admire you. <laughs> Their work ethic. It's really. Um, and then I also wanted to shout out a an episode of a podcast, which is the, it's the Startup Podcast and it's called Alex Talks to a Tragedy Expert. And the host of the show talks to a guy who figures out the settlements for families whose family members have died in horrible situations, such as 9-11. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. What an intense It's super intense. Um, The guy is fascinating. And yeah, at one point towards the end, Alex says, like, what do you enjoy about the job? And he says, nothing. I don't enjoy the job. Why does why does he do it? I think because he does get like gratification from the job. Um, but it's not something he enjoys. Right, right. Um, so check out that episode i the startup podcast is great I, they some of their seasons i think have been better than others but this episode is is really really well done holy moly that mm-hmm. sounds fascinating yeah i don't i've never listened to startup oh you should okay yeah i will when i'm done with becoming yes. i'll listen to that episode what about you what else is what else is on your plate these days okay i have a new your app. pop culture plate <laughs> well <laughs> Uh, I have a new app that I've been using. Oh, really? You may have seen me experiment it within the oh, Forever yes, 35 stories. It's called Clipomatic, mm-hmm. and it provides captioning on your stories. So they're more accessible. And it's really great. Now, the first time I used it, it garbled everything I said and didn't get it right. But mm. then what I have been told by a lot of people who use it is that it begins to learn. It gets used to your voice. Yes. And it is in- essentially intuitive. And so I just was using it again recently and it got everything right. Whoa. Yeah. I've been enjoying your clipomatic captions. I think, well, Alexandria Ocasio-Ortez is, is the first person I kind of had followed who was really yeah. consistent about using captions. And I believe, I don't know if that's the same app that she uses on her Instagram. I think it might be. Um, but I think it's really great. And I'm, I believe I paid for it. I'm trying to recall. I believe I paid a small amount for it. Um, I'll go back and double check. I'm going to download it. Yeah, it's really, it's definitely really useful. Um, cool. And it's very easy to use. You record in the app and then it just saves it and then you just pop oh, it into your stories. Oh, smart. Yeah, I really like it. And so people are, whenever I use it, I get a lot of asks about where it comes from because Instagram, as far as I know, does not have those capabilities yet. Like you could write your own caption but this also updates as you're talking yeah it's very cool yeah it's really great so that's my new app tip into it you know what i today i'm a tech journalist (laughs) (laughs) well i also have an app tip oh yes share this one so this is good this kind of goes under movies but um i recently posted on instagram I could not believe that Netflix has no Katherine Hepburn movies. Not a single one? Not a single one. It was like, if you, like, you might try these other movies. And it was like the most random list of movies like you've ever seen. That have nothing to do with Katherine Hepburn? Yeah, that have nothing to do with Katherine Hepburn or each other. They have very few classic movies on Netflix. They don't even have, you can't even like search a category of classic movies. Um, and the other day I was just really, I was like jonesing for a classic movie. And so I posted this on Instagram and a couple people, including our mutual friend, Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Um, were like, have you tried the Canopy app? And I said, no, I don't even know what it is. And they told me about it. And so I downloaded it and it connects to your library card. So you can, you can rent quote unquote, um, for free, up to 10 movies a month. That's a ton. For three days. You can rent each movie for three days. And they have such good movies. Yes, Kate. So is it connecting specifically to the LA Public Library? Or is it yes. library, kind of a more universal? I, well, you, I think your library has to participate in it. I see. But then I think once you're in, I believe it is a universal 
catalog. And you had to enter like your ID number from the library. Yes, exactly. Um, But I mean, especially I think if you're into classic movies or sort of like artsy art high art movies independent movies they have a lot of stuff i was really impressed with their catalog so i had never heard of this and we were texting about it and then the, yesterday i went into our apple tv and was scrolling around and, and we have it my husband must have put it on yeah and they have um they also have great kids programming oh i didn't know that yeah so so yeah so we have a we have a smart tv that's a it's like an android tv okay so i was able to just go into the google play what did you watch? App Store. Well, sorry to interrupt. I just realized we never found out what Catherine Hepburn movie you chose. I didn't end up watching a Catherine all that. Hepburn movie. I watched. Um, I watched like half an hour of a nineteen thirty one movie called, I believe it's called The Front Page, a classic journalism movie. Um, yes. It's about Hildy Johnson. Um, it, it was a little hard to follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause... And like took a long time to really get going. And it was a lot of like very fast banter <laughs> back and forth. I had to like put on the subtitles. Like in that kind of like 1930s way. Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. Um, and to be honest, I got a little bored. And so I stopped watching it. But I was impressed that they had it. That's great. That I could watch it. Um, well, also, what a great option for affordable entertainment. Totally. Totally. Especially in a world where we're now getting Disney Plus. I mean. And all these other freaking apps. I know. I mean, it's just like we're soon, soon people are going to be like, can't we just bundle all of these? And then it's, it's like we're back to cable. I know. I was thinking <laughs> that. We're going to be paying like out the wazoo for all these different apps. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. So, um, so yeah. So Canopy app. So... What is this movie that you're into? I don't even know it. It's a really cool um, Japanese animated movie called Mary and the Witch's Flower. Mm. My eight-year-old turned me on to it um, because we had a little family movie night situation. Cute. But it's it's an animated movie I would enjoy on my own. Okay. It's beautifully shot. I loved the story. The pacing is more di- di- like it's more. I don't want to say soothing, but I find animated movies to be cut. So, they're edited so quickly; it often mm. feels jarring. And this was act was just like it gave you time to kind of understand what was happening, like take in the surrounding. It was, it, the pacing was just really fantastic. I lo- I loved it. Great, and the story was incredible. Maybe I'll check it out. It was really fun. It's on Netflix. It's dubbed in uh, English. I think. Um, Kate Winslet actually oh. does one of the voices. Yeah, okay. so it's um it's dubbed over on Netflix. I think it came out like in 2017, 2018. Cool. Highly recommend. Great. I will say one caveat. My younger child, if you do watch it with children, my six-year-old was scared. Okay. But she made it through. But my older daughter loved it. I would watch it on my own without kids. Okay. Fantastic. I, there's a bunch of stuff I'm consuming on Netflix right now. Can we move into the TV section? Oh, no. you Can we move into the TV section yeah, of this do it. chat? Sure. So have you watched Dairy Girls? No. I think you would love it. Really? Okay. I don't. I mean, you say that like you don't think you will. I, like I watched the trailer uh-huh. and I was like, I feel like this is a thing I should love. The trailer didn't grab me. Okay. But I have heard so many people be into it that I, I think I should give it a shot. I've just started it because I needed something after Schitt's Creek. Yeah. And it's really entertaining me. I love it. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Um, but then the on the opposite spectrum of things, also on Netflix, I've started a show called Black Summer. I don't know this show. Oh, boy. Okay. Bear with me on this. Okay. Do you have a fake thing, like a pretend thing that you're actually really scared of? Like for me, it's zombies. Oh, like, hmm. I think about zombies and I get scared, even though I know they're not real. Oh. Do you have anything like that? I don't that? think I have a thing like that. Well, Isla had to stop watching Talking Dead. Okay. Because... Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talking Dead I could watch yeah, <laughs> the whole time. Uh, because it scared me so much. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, love this idea. Like, I love dystopian, like, the world is ending and the, every, the country's in a panic and zombies yeah. are winning kind of content. So thanks to this new show, Black Summer, I'm now back on a zombie kick. 
and it's a sh- it's a zombie show about people trying like the zombies ha- have infested America. People are trying to deal with it, and it's terrifying. And I had to watch it in the morning. I will definitely not. Okay, be I didn't. This. I I, I don't, don't like scary stuff. I'm not normally drawn to scary stuff either. And I was actually eating while I was watching it, okay. and I was so scared. I my like my heart was racing so much. I stopped being hungry, oh my God. which was bonk. Like that's not my life. Right. So it is really scary. But if you like a kind of like nail bitery, you know, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't know if it's going to like win awards, but it's definitely sure. kind of a satisfying scare show. Okay. Great and I believe wreck. it just came out very recently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're also watching Killing Eve. Well, yes. The next season of Killing Eve has just come out. Yes. I mean, if you haven't watched Killing Eve, it is gory. There's a yes. lot of So blood. I actually never finished the first season because yeah. I loved the show, but it was so much. It's a lot. But then I read the book. And did you enjoy that? The book is not that good. They really, like, they really made something amazing out of some sort of meh source material fascinating yeah yeah because i like i did that with game of thrones i read all the books mm-hmm. even though the show was just like too intense for I, me I had to stop the show seasons. too yeah um so i was like okay maybe i'll read the book and the the show actually diverges quite a bit from the book so it was interesting did you read the whole series well there's only one they're coming out with another one. Wait, there's only one Game of Thrones? Oh, no, sorry. Oh. I thought you meant Killing Eve. Oh, no, no, no. Um, There's five. Okay. And you yeah. read them all? I've read them all. Interesting. Yeah. Well, so that's where I'm at. But, you know, I am still watching. I am rewatching Shit's Creek. <laughs> like I just restarted it. Okay. Um. Well, I have recommended this show before, but I just want to re-up better things. I need to watch it. And remind everyone that you should really be watching this show. It's on FX. It's in the FX app. Um, the first two seasons are also on Hulu. So just, you know, just, just watch it. Everyone. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just I'll, do me that favor. I'll just turn off the it. zombies and watch. Thank you. Better things. Thank you. Um, yeah. So that's, that's what I've been. And, you know, other than that, I'm still, I'm still slogging through Call the Midwife. <laughs> There's like <laughs> eight seasons or something. <laughs> Also, I like how we have our old standbys. Totally. Well, it's like, okay, if I if I like either don't know what to watch or I just need something sort of comforting, I'll just turn on Call the Midwife. Mm-hmm. Um and I was also thinking on my maternity leave, I might rewatch the OC. Oh, that sounds amazing doesn't that sound like a great idea? Well, I've never watched the OC. What? Haven't we talked about this? We, I've never mentioned this one before. Oh, my God. We might have to do a mini podcast of of us watching the OC together. Oh, that would literally be very fun. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. All I mean, right. let's at least do the pilot and yeah. see where it takes us. Totally. I've never watched oh it. Oh, my God. I can't believe you never watched it, especially because I know you watched Laguna Beach. I know. It's a, very, it's a very on-brand show for me. I love Laguna Beach. Kate, the OC... I mean, there's an episode of Laguna Beach where they are all gathered at a friend's house and watch the OC. It's... It is so good. I really hope it holds up on the second watching. Do you know where you... You know, 15 years later or whatever. <laughs> Do you know where you can watch it? Like, where is it available for downloading? It's on Hulu. I'll be over the second the baby's born to record <laughs> our new podcast, which we call it the Dosey, like Dory, but Dosey. Mm, no, we'll work on a pun. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Who are the characters we root for? Um... Misha Barton's person. Yeah. Then the blonde guy. <laughs> no. Well, Ryan. Ryan. Um, oh, my God. Olivia. I, Olivia Wilde. Why am I blanking on everyone's name? Seth Cohen. Right. That hot brown haired guy who's yes. married to Leighton Meester now. And Summer um, is uh, Rachel Bilson. Oh, Rachel Bilson's on this show. Okay. Rachel Bilson, who I think actually looks a lot like Leighton Meester. Yes. So it's confusing. It's all full circle. <laughs> now, we both put down the same person for music. Yes. But I, I posted it with a caveat. <laughs> Go Which for is it. music that I feel too old for, but enjoy anyway. You're never too old. You're never I too old. I guess not. But, well, we both put down Billie Eilish. Who is a cool teen. A very cool teen. From Los Angeles. From Los Angeles. I mean, she is 17 years old. She's got a fantastic voice. And her music is amazing. Uh-huh. 
And I was just she like, dresses like a fun Muppet. What can I say? I like her stuff. Um, and then the other band that I also feel way too old for, but also enjoy nope. is BTS. They're adorable. They're so cute. And they dance. Yeah, they're fun to you watch. You know what? Like, I have to say, I know you love One Direction. I do. But like, they don't dance. That's like part of the reason why you love them, though. Not me. Well, okay. Okay, you're an old school. You need an NKOTB kind of move. Yes, I need, if you're going to be a boy band, I expect you to to dance. Do some synchronized dance moves. Okay. And I don't think that's too much to ask. It's part of the charm was like Harry Styles falling on stage a lot. (sighs) I think anyway. Didn't do it for me. Well, okay. But BTS, they really do it for me. How many members are there in BTS? Seven Seven. or eight? But who else are you into right now? Okay, let's talk about music I feel too old for. I don't, but I feel like I'm way behind everybody else on getting on this bandwagon. Mm. I have finally buckled myself in to the Ariana Grande bandwagon. I resisted for a long time. And then I liked every song I was hearing on the radio. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I started listening to the Thank You Next album. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing the song Ghost In on repeat, which drove my family nuts. And then I discovered that she recently released this song Monopoly. Mm-hmm. Have you heard it? No, okay. I haven't heard it. I've played it approximately 1700 times. And I will tell you, it has swear words in it, like a lot. And I wanted to listen to it so bad with my kids in the car that I would just shout over the swear words so they would maybe not hear them. Oh. Even though, like, I don't try to hide language from my kids, I still was like, okay, I think, am I allowed to listen to this song? It's great. She released it with her best friend, who's a songwriter. It's just a fucking bop. Great. So, Monopoly by Ariana Grande. It's just a single that came out. Can't wait to hear it. And then also just the whole Thank You Next album is... Yes. A delight. And I also want to go see Ariana Grande in concert. I'm just going to lay that all oh, out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, her fans are intense. I'm ready to become one. Okay. You're going to have to get some cat ears. You know, that's fine. I can <laughs> find those at a Claire's. <laughs> I just like, I have fully, I'm like fully now a huge Ariana Grande stan. I like what she has put out into the world. Also just about her life experiences. Oh, she doesn't take shit. She bought her friend, best friend's engagement rings from Tiffany's and then wrote a song about it. You just, she's just great. I'm excited for this new chapter in your life. Do you like any of her songs? I do. Okay. Yeah. Just making do. sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't think we need to buy each other Tiffany rings, but. No, probably not. I don't think also we can afford to buy each other <laughs> Tiffany rings. That too. All right. Oh. We're going to take a short Whew. break. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get or, into okay, it. Do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no. I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. 
The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh, God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. Quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic. Whether it's winter or or summer, they've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, Even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's 
best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Our guest today is Latanya Yvette. Latanya, welcome to Forever 35. Thank you for having me. We're thrilled you're here. I'm holding your beautiful book in my hands. Um, so before we talk all about it, let's give you a little introduction for our audience. Latanya is a stylist and lifestyle blogger, and her eponymous blog covers motherhood, style, and beauty. She just released her first book, Woman of Color, where she shares stories of her experience growing up as a young woman of color in Brooklyn. And she currently lives in Brooklyn with her two children, River and Oak. Before we talk more about your book, can you just kind of tell us a little bit about how you got started as a writer and stylist and blogger and about your your website that then led to this beautiful book? Yeah, so I, you know, it's funny, like I spent a lot of my, my mom was a writer, so I spent a lot of my childhood actually, um, like writing in journals, like all the time that was like something I did. I didn't really talk much, but I wrote a lot. And to the point that like, I would always like have like notebooks of curved paper. And like, I still have a lump on my middle finger from the, you know, pressing on the number two pencil too oh. hard. Um, yeah. Like, you know, the bump from like, yeah, like, I still you, have you like really a callus. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, callus. Yeah, I still have it. It's like not as like, you know, big as it used to be, but it definitely is still there. Um, So I spend a lot of my childhood just like writing stories and um, just wanting to be a writer. And I mean, that kind of went, that kind of took me into college and I was in college writing and literature, but I was also freelancing as a stylist and had a newborn baby. And um, I ended up dropping out of college after like magazines started dropping like it was like 2011 and there were just magazines kind of like you know going out of business and it I just didn't know why I was still in college for writing and literature if there was no job on the other side of it mm -hmm. and I think that for me it was so clear because I had a young child and so not knowing if there's a job on the other side and being a young we had you know a young child but also we were a young family um, I was 21 at the time. It just felt like it wasn't the right decision for me. Um, and the blog came about, you know, from me kind of having a, like this position as a stylist, but also having this um, relationship to writing, but also this relationship to being a new mother. And then, you know, the neighborhood that I lived in, it was Bushwick and it was Bushwick, Brooklyn, and it was beautiful and amazing. But again, there were a lot of older um, mostly white mothers who were, you know, 15, 20 years older than me. Mm. And um, I was really disconnected from um, what my experience of motherhood, but also creativity should be, right? Because like, I loved my daughter and I like, I love being able to be with her because both of our careers, my ex and my careers allowed for me to be with her. We were like both freelance and take turns. Basically, we were still broke, by the way, but <laughs> we, you can hang out with your we kid. figured, yeah, we, you know, I got to hang out with my kid, but there were no women who looked like me and there were no mothers who kind of were like, uh, oh, happened to get pregnant, you know, and I didn't plan on this, but I love this, but also like, I kind of want to figure out what I'm doing with work. And so the blog kind of came out of that and it's been now, uh, I think she, River was one and a half and now she's eight and a half now. Um, so it's been a while and it's changed so much over the few, last few years um, because obviously so much has happened. But it's it's weird because it's been mostly all, you know, it's been all of my 20s. I'm 29. I'll be 30 this in this July. So, um, you know, the blog kind of came out of an experience, like just trying to connect with other mothers like myself. But also at the same time, and this is what I said to someone recently it was because I needed a, a space that um, kind of combined all these worlds that 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 all felt sort of, you know, disjointed or not. You know, they just weren't sort of molding together. And the blog was able to provide that for me. 
And what was? The... And then the book came. Yeah, then, <laughs> after and, a few and, years, and here's a new baby. This book. Did, yeah. And you've been a huge advocate for therapy and caring for your oh mental gosh, health, yeah. and you you talk about yeah. it in the book. So how is ther- yeah. how has therapy changed your life and kind of become part of your self care routine? Oh my gosh, yeah. So you know, and that's part of like when I talk about like you know people who act like me, look like me, or whatever. It's because. You know, I grew up where, like, we didn't go to therapy, right? Like, therapy, who's that? Like, we don't do that. You know what I mean? And so for me, going to therapy was about, like, really addressing things in my childhood and young adulthood that, like, I needed to address. And because I had such a small gap in, you know, being a teenager or whatever, and then being a mother, everything kind of combined and was super overwhelming at times, but also wonderful. But um, therapy is just, it's just a place where I can truly like ground myself, but also talk to someone, which sounds so simple, but like I'm the kind of person who I bury a lot of stuff. And so it forces me to not bury things. And so for me, it allows me also to have um, to keep up communication with my kids, which it's funny to sort of see that, like, if I'm talking to someone, right, then I can then have room to talk to my children. And that's really and communication is such a huge part of my parenting. It's why I feel comfortable, you know, putting the book out or whatever it was, because we communicate. We have such a strong um, relationship when it comes to communication. And, um, but that only is, you know, part of it because I go to therapy and I talk. Um, and for someone like me, and this goes for anyone, if you have so many things happen in life, you know, or, um, like a past or like baby loss or another baby or a marriage or, you know, whatever it is that happens and you don't, get to talk about those things and share that with someone truthfully, like without judgment and really get some feedback or just if it's just literally to go in an office and just lay it out. Um, it can, I feel like it, there's more harm in that. Like if you just don't do it. And so, you know, therapy is just, it allows me to truly live. It allows me to create, it allows me to be the mother that I am, you know, and um, it allows me to also make room for other women, which is really important to me as well. I love um, like just your talk about fashion throughout the yeah. book and finding freedom in yeah. fashion, especially as a kid. I yeah. love, I just loved hearing all your experiences from childhood. Um, and then you give these like wonderful outfit examples, which I was very yeah. excited yeah. about. Yeah, a lot of fashion inspo in this yes. book. And, and you know, yeah. that fashion, you know, not just specifically for new mothers or women, but like mm-hmm. it can be hard to find joy in fashion one hundred percent. How do you kind of suggest a person who doesn't have a stylist background, who maybe experiences yeah. fashion, you know, as a layperson? How can they begin to kind of like tap into what brings them joy when getting dressed? I think, like at anything, it's a time thing. You know, I feel like I often hear pe- women, you know, saying they don't enjoy it, but it's because they don't spend time with it, you know? And so not that we have a bunch of time to sort of (laughs) shell out, but um, one of the things I like doing is I, and I like to tell other women to do is like, you know, you put your kids to sleep or your baby to sleep and you know, you're going to have to wake up at 6am and make breakfast and then go to an appointment. But like, if you look at your closet and you take out your clothes and you assess what you have, there's more room for you to have a relationship with what you're wearing, right? Instead of waking up and putting it, just something on. Um, so I think it starts with like having a re- like sort of a relationship to what you're wearing, you know, and 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 also assessing like why you're wearing what you're wearing. Like some people like to be minimalist and they have a relationship to why they are minimalist. And I and I completely respect that. And and so like if you're not a minimalist, but you have clothes, but you're just not um, developing a relationship with what you're wearing every day, you know, um, not every day, but most days, then that's something to, that's something to do. And not that we have a lot of time, but I think it's worth it because I do think there is a level of joy and freedom when you love the way that you dress most days, um, especially when you have so much going on. 
Yeah, that's, I, I find it very difficult, but I was inspired, but I was very inspired by, <laughs> especially the red vintage pants that you have. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> didn't they, co- well, they cost also, like $5 or something? They cost like $5. Yeah. yeah the, 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 uh, it was like a flea market. And you know, with that stuff too, like in that, like I'm wearing a white t-shirt, right? And like sneaker or like sneakers, I think. And it's like everything in a denim jacket. It's like everything that I'm wearing actually took no real thought, but like I just like, you know, it didn't take any real, not thought, but like effort, right? It didn't push me too far. It was actually super easy to pull together and it was, you know, composed of like a basic white shirt and a denim jacket and, and sneakers, but I have a pair of red pants that are really inexpensive. But like I spent I usually, when I wear my red pants, like I'll spend, you know, I'll look at the weather and the night before I'm like, okay, well, I need to do this tomorrow and the weather is like this. And so I actually want to spend time and like, I want to feel good while I'm kind of running around, you know, and to me, wearing a bright, you know, pair of red pants in Brooklyn, like makes me feel good. And like, that could be a black dress for some or, you know, a yellow dress for someone else. But those are red pants or red skirt for me, you know? And so I really, I really think it's important to like, just take a little bit of time to like sort of have a tiny bit of a relationship with your stuff. I don't have that at all. I'm thinking about that. Like I encourage my kids to plan their outfits the night before, but I don't think yeah. I ever plan my you outfits. You don't plan yourself. <laughs> no, I do what you just said. Like just wander into the closet like 10 minutes before I have to leave and try to figure it out. It's like... <laughs> That's really good it, advice. It really changes your like, relationship to what you're wearing it's kind of you know like I think about like my kids who have so so much confidence in their clothes right and like my son loves this like mini Rodini like snake track jacket and he wears it every single day but he will take it out and like I'm wearing this jacket and like he feels so confident wearing that (laughs) yeah it's really ridiculous because he's so in love with it but like he feels like himself you know and and I think we kind of sometimes it's easy to lose that when you include work and children and bills and you know bad days and with health or whatever it is that we're going through but I think you then realize that like if it's this easy to include a bit of joy and and, and self-confidence in my everyday a lot of those things that you kind of go through in one day you know I don't know it just feels a little bit easier I mean I guess it's kind of like people who it's probably different, but it may be like people who like work out every morning for like 20 minutes or whatever. It's like, it's just developing a relationship with it. Um, but I'm not one of those people who work out every morning for 20 minutes. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if it's the same thing. <laughs> who knows what that's like? Because yeah. we're not either. No, not at all. <laughs> you know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid forties, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, Okay. Which is visible on my (sighs) neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their Mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here Mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, 
our hands, we're driving, that sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. I wanted to ask you about your, you wrote, you have these really great kind of like five rules or kind of five list things throughout the book, this beautiful thread throughout the book. And one of them is for continuing to heal from loss. And we get a lot of listeners who either write in or call in and they're dealing with, you know, there's a lot of loss and grief when it comes to actual death or especially loss of loss of relationships, friendships, marriages. Mm -hmm. I I would love to hear just kind of what your experiences have been and how you've learned to handle grief in your own life. Yeah. I mean, I say in the book that like, you know, a part, a huge part of not a huge part, but a lot of my childhood and young adulthood has been full of grief and, um, you know, losing people. Um, And it's really, it's hard when it becomes sort of a part of your life and that's where therapy comes in. You know, you're like, oh, wait, it actually isn't sort of super normal to be afraid that you're going to get a phone call (laughs) that someone has passed away, you know, and and part of that is from dealing with it at at a pretty young age and kind of having it happen again and, and again. And so, I I think it's really important for people to acknowledge it. Like the amount of times I speak to women who have had, I had like a late term um, loss between my two children and I've talked to other women about stuff like this. And the, the amount of times that women like don't think it's okay to grieve or to be present in the loss, whatever it is, is so common. We just think we got to get up continue on, keep on going. And um, I definitely think that there's a time and a place for that, you know, but I think it's really important to, to, to try to allow yourself whatever, you know, whatever is happening with you emotionally and, and, and really experience what that loss and what, um, you know, the grieving process. And I don't know. I think that we're told to just get up and get over things too often. <laughs> and it's kind of impossible. It's impossible, you know, because these things carry, you know, they're with us. They shape who we are. I, I know that like one of the biggest things for me is I am, I have an awareness of how fragile life is. Right. And so that awareness is tied into like how I treat my children, how I keep my house, how I, you know, build friendships. And, and I think it's, it's also good to turn grief over in some way um, to art or something like that, you know, but at the same time, you need to like, let yourself be in it. Yeah. I mean, I think that is something that often gets so overlooked is like, Mm -hmm. we're so focused on moving on, right. Mm -hmm. That we don't allow ourselves to just sit with our grief um, yeah, and that's so important. Yeah, I mean, one of the the best things that my therapist, you know, has said to me is that there, you know, there's I forget what it was about, but it's just like it's okay not to be over. It. Like you don't need to yeah. be over it, right? Yeah. Like, and I was just like, I want to be over it. I want to like get, and it's like, no, you don't have to be, you know. And allowing yourself not to be over something, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. So I think it's really important to, like, you know, just let women feel that they can feel. And um, not being normal after something is, like, totally fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. How has it How has it been for you transitioning with your, with your marriage ending? What has that been like for you, especially because you are very young? I feel like a lot of times yeah. most of the people who – Similarly to having a kid young, maybe going through relationship changes mm-hmm. might be a bit older as well. Have you found a community yeah. in, in that space? 
Um, for me, you know, I am just really honest with friends. And I think that developing friendships that you can, like, that are true and um, that can hold that transition is really important. I think a lot of women, we, we, we don't have friendships that can hold that, you know, and I always say hold that because there are certain friends that you tell certain things to, right? And then there is like, or you don't tell things to at all. And so I think it's important to have friends that, that can hold that space. And so for me, I just realized and I, I saw what friends could hold that part of me. And, and, and um, that was really important and a really important lesson to learn so early on. It's like, okay, these are those friends and this is what that is. And, um, and this is why I'm drawn to that person. So I think it's just really important to like, to feel out your relationships and to also just have people, allow people to show up for you and allow them to hold space for you and to hold space for um, that transition or that loss or whatever that, that may be for you. There's a, a part in the introduction of your book where you talk mm-hmm. about beauty as a form of resistance and survival. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was wondering if you could speak to that a little bit more because I, I do feel like culturally we're we're told that, you know, focusing on beauty is frivolous, it's meaningless, it's yeah. silly. And actually what I feel like you really set out, you really, you know, put forth in your book is that no, it, it is a really important part of our survival and, and day-to-day existence and yeah. finding joy and meaning. And so I, I would love to just get more of your perspective on that. Yeah. And for me, you know, so, like, even before that, I talk about, like, you know, all of these sort of, um, like, sort of sad things that happen, you know, losing my grandmother or, um, like, abuse or whatever. But then I quickly, you know, and I'm like, but it's, you know, quickly followed up with, like, a gain, which is, you know, this or that. And um, But part of seeing beauty, right, is actually, it's also just... Um, it's it's sort of funny because it's not actually tangible. It's not like putting on makeup, you know what I mean? And like, oh, I feel beautiful. But it's actually like seeing what's beautiful even in these trying times or even in this like heartbreaking moment, like, you know, whatever it is, like anytime like someone like has came to me and was like, oh, like I'm, you know, my husband and I are divorcing or separating. I'm like, you have to find what what is loving about that and hold on to that right and that's really important those are the lessons I want to sort of instill in my children those are the lessons I like that's what I kind of live by and the beauty part is just about finding what's beautiful despite right everything that may seem messy and heartbreaking and you know and heavy and so like like, like, you know, grieving or loss, like that, let yourself feel that, but also equally, like, there is so much beauty in allowing that to happen. And, and, you know, and so it's, it's not so much a tangible, like, thing, like, oh, these flowers are beautiful, or whatever. It's like, oh, you know what, I lost my grandmother, but I remember her, like, you know, her wallpaper, or I took this away, or I like, I actually now, love planting flowers because that was something that she loved to do. And that to me was like sort of the beautiful experience that I, you know, sort of that has like carried with me as an adult. And so um, beauty as a form of resistance and survival is literally just like, just like, um, you know, just, just using it to live, right. And using and, and, and kind of, seeing the beauty in tough situations and, 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 or in, you know, deeply sad situations. That, and it's not as tangible. I mean, that is beautiful. I know. I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> um, I, we do want to ask you about your yes. skincare routine because we talk a lot about <laughs> skincare and products on this podcast. And, and you, you go through yes. it in your book. Step by step, you yeah. name yes. every product. It was, Thank you so much. Yes, it was so satisfying <laughs> to just read like exactly yeah. what you're using. So obviously you don't have to like name every product that you use because it's all here in your beautiful book. But maybe yes. just one one holy grail product or something that you've kind of learned. I'm that like you, loving. Yeah. 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 Any, I mean, 
I mean, or we could take an hour and, and go through every product. Or maybe something own. that's that's <laughs> not in your book. Maybe something you've discovered mm. since writing your book. Yeah. Um. So recently, um, I have been using, which is crazy, and I have two kittens, and so they're just like now licking us all over. <laughs> but I've been using, I've been using almond oil, which oh, is yeah. like sounds so simple, but like I don't know what has happened, but like I have been so obsessed with using almond oil on my face after like in the morning. And I think it's because it kind of goes into my skin way more than like, like, which like I love coconut oil. And I think I maybe like, you know, I've mentioned it before, but like, I, I think the almond oil from my skin has like, it kind of gets in there and then I, it makes me look super refreshed when I'm like taking the kids to school and I'm like, woohoo, it's the morning, 7 a.m. I'm fine. The secret's <laughs> um, the oil. Yeah. The secret, yeah, I don't, and it's clean and it's, you know, I really am super obsessed with it. But I also, I mean, this may be late. I'm like also obsessed with like Fenty bronzer. I think it's called the cinnamon, Not, but it's not cinnamon. It's like a. It's cinnamon, but it's spelled a weird way. And I've been using it on my eyelids and also on my cheekbones. And it has been also like that and that. And like, I just look like I just got off like a boat. I'm like totally joking with people. Like, it just gives me like a little, you just came off of, you know, like an island vibe. Yeah. (laughs) Which is not real. Yeah. Rihanna has it. So that's what I've been, you know, loving. (laughs) And it's super easy. I'm I just got a beautiful Fenty gloss, lip gloss. It's like fantastic. Yeah, and I've it's my first are so good. Who gave that to you? You did, Jory. Thank you. My beautiful co-host gave it to me. But I'm I'm excited to come back into shiny lip gloss. I feel like it's starting to come back. Yeah, no, it's totally back. It's totally back. It's I'm like I'm obsessed with it. Like that and like just a, a shiny face. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just totally into it. <laughs> it's glowy. It's glowiness. It's yeah. glowy. It's glowy. I'm like, listen, I can. I did not sleep like last night at a hall, but I look like, you know, I just got off the beach and it's exactly. totally fine. I don't know how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Latanya, this has been such a joy to get to talk to you. Um, your book is Woman of Color. You can get it anywhere and everywhere. But where else can our listeners find you online? So I blog mostly every day, except for this week, because it's been crazy, <laughs> at latanyavet.com. And it's mostly just me. <laughs> and I'm also on Instagram, latanyavet. So Great. super, latanyavet, latanyavet. Very easy. Very easy. Thank Uh, you, Latanya. This has been so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you for having me. So how did having patience as you purge go? I'm still purging. Okay. But I am trying to be pretty chill about it. Okay. And just which is hard. Oh, it's so hard. I'm so impatient. Yeah, because like once you start, you want it to just be done. Yes, you want to like snap your fingers and have everything transformed. Yes. I also find once I start purging one room or section, it, I then need the whole house mm. like reorganized. Yes. So it's ju- I'm just trying to remember it's a what's a marathon, not a sprint, shall yes, we say? Yes, yes. And it's going well. Well, and you know, as we mentioned briefly last week, we recorded in your newly purged office holy moly which is looking amazing so you know give yourself a little pat on the back thank you i donated a ton of books uh and a a ton of items and i cleaned up so many cobwebs that's awesome i mean truly the place had not been touched in five years oh that's so great how about you how was kind of wrapping things up before uh old baby (laughs) baby boy arrives um good you know i as i mentioned we went to the movies Mm -hmm. which like we almost never do so it was like fun to do that good good um went out to dinner you know just uh, trying to do a few things do a few things as a couple yeah just the two of you exactly before the third arrives what's going on this week well you know my anger issues kind of seem to be a recurring theme here in the intention zone so along with like the road rage i did yell at someone today i'm trying just to check my like angry response to things it's so funny because i see you as such a calm person that's right that's what the the whole punchline is 
but I actually have deep rooted anger issues. Okay. (laughs) Boy. So what's your intention to deal with them? Literally to take three breaths. That's it. Like just like stay calm. Try to have a moment before I react. Yes. So not have the like combustible like blah. Yeah. But just like taking a beat. Yes. Like whether it's responding to an idiot driver I should say that in a nicer way, but okay, I'm working on it. Or my children or an email or that, you know, anything just like, I'm going to take a beat. Like it doesn't, I I don't have to respond in anger. I can, I can like move forward from that emotion. Not that my, I don't, not that I don't want to like not validate anger. Right. um, Because I think it is a valid emotion, but sometimes I think it's what I, my fallback a little bit. So. But yeah, you're right. That reaction time is tough to. It's kind of bonkers. Yeah. Like it's a, there's no thinking that goes on yeah, in that reaction I, time I, for me. I'm there with you. I'm right it. there with you. How about you? Your intention this week is a real easy one. <laughs> it just says baby question mark, question mark. I mean, you know, we are, as we've said a few times, we're recording stuff um, ahead of time because this baby is coming. And so we, we are recording this episode two and a half weeks in advance almost three weeks in advance, something like that. Three weeks in advance. Yeah. So, so as I record this, as I say these words, the baby's not here. Yes. And I should say we don't normally record with that much correct time ahead. Um, but because of the baby, we are recording quite far in advance. Now, if the baby's still not here on May 9th, something is wrong. So, uh, the baby should be here and ah, I so will crazy. be in full on baby mode. That's my intention. That's it. Your intention is just to have a baby. That's my perfect. I think that's a great attention. Have a baby and keep a baby alive. <laughs> You're going to do it. Whew. Well. On that note. On that note, we have a voicemail number. It's 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. You may join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. And the password is serums. And of course, if you like the show, we always appreciate a review on Apple Podcasts. Appreciate you telling a friend and appreciate a shout out on social meds. It- Sorry, that still stops there you after all this time. <laughs> if we mention any prods, <laughs> they're on our website, Forever 35 Pod. Two can play at this game. Okay. <laughs> Forever35podcast.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at Forever35podcast and on Twitter at Forever35pod. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by Dory Shafrir and Kate Spencer and produced and edited by Sammy Junio and Lane Hammer is our assistant. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.